I'll record when I say this that I got to targeted ad during my neighbor's viewing this evening for a retractable hose reel. Oh, that, oh my God. Well, yeah, bring that's, it up because that's, that's, that's Kate, me. Okay. That's yeah. Kate's actual book talk. That's her smart. That hose. Yeah, I just don't know where to bring that up. But know, if it comes up organically. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Let's get the neighbors. Okay. Oh, we've got heaps to get into. Hello, it's Neighbours, the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We digest episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbours and then we have a little yarn about them, shoot the breeze as our form of self-care of an evening. I'm Vaya. Kate's here. Hello. Hi, everybody. CJ, the hot mess mum. Hello. We are at the Pirate Net Studios set up shop at CJ's place out on the porch. and um, I just saw a bat. I well, I just realised the crickets stopped. I know. You didn't, be... you didn't have to go swear at them or anything. No, I didn't. Oh, well, thanks, guys. Kate used her mum voice. Yeah, the, in, the insects know that we're here yeah. and we mean business. Heaps to get into. Not a full notepad like last week, but still some chunky stuff to discuss. But I think oh, I have an – okay, I have a question here. All right. <sighs> okay, a promo has dropped, girls. Yeah. There's a lot of chatter online because it looked like it was made by the – Infotech student that was on work placement. Yeah, a lot at of Channel Ten fade, right? Yeah, fade in, fade out, fade. Who will say goodbye to Ramsey Street forever again? And like, I feel that I could have made that actually. Like, that's mm. where my video editing skills probably are at fade. I could probably mm. add the fade yeah. filter, add a bit of voiceover, background music, production. You um made a comment on this on TikTok and Instagram. Well, that we've said goodbye. Of them, we already had our goodbyes. Why do we need another goodbye again? No, didn't that cover it from 2022? We don't need a goodbye, we need Bum Island 2 Electric Boogaloo. We're getting Bum Island 3. Bum Island 2, Kate, don't you ever forget, was Riverbend. Oh, Bum Island 2. This, (laughs) but it wasn't a river. I mean, sorry, but it was a river, not an island. I thought you were gonna say, but there were no bums. (laughs) There were no bums. How dare you? We are gonna get Bum Island 3 Tokyo Drift. Yeah. I am looking for some Aaron Brennan bum. Yeah. Did you see one of the headlines? I think it was in TV Week, went into the David and Aaron relationship and one of the little like an inset that said, feeling fruity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful. So my question to, well, well, the promo says, you know, who's going to die and it shows everyone and it puts in Toadie, even though it's never Toadie. Like Toadie was the red herring for Bum Island. I mean, Toadie nearly died on yeah. my island. Like, it was close. pretty grim, wasn't it? It always reminds me of um, Goblet of Fire, the Harry Potter book four, when when it came out and it ever, there was all, all this scuttlebutt, like, a character's going to die and everyone was freaking out. And then it turns out, oh, not one of the main ones. It was no one we cared about. <laughs> <laughs> so they said a long-term character, but also, like, they don't use the word death. They say goodbye. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. So there is also a chance. I've seen chatter. Some people think Jane's going to move to England. Uh, well, the first tweet I got was from Adam, friend of the pod, Adam Richard, who was like, well, old mate Mike's going to wander into a lock in Scotland, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the key is long-term character, right? But can we just – let's cut the crap for a second, gals. Well, we all have an idea of who we think is going to die. Let me re- I, I don't think we should say their name. Well, I'm going to rephrase it here. Who knows? Who's no, going to die? I, I don't know, but I've got a, I'm fairly sure. I'm know. fairly sure. 
I, I mean, I think I know based okay. on gossip. What we're going to do at the very end of this pod in a non in a spoil in a in a spoiler filled zone, so you have chance to turn it us turn us off. Okay, so after Brett, uh, okay, we'll do it after Brett. Brett's the little voice you enjoy at the end. I so Brett's bits with two T's. I've been watching um our rankings and you know our listens and stuff because I'm into that stuff at the moment, and I'm convinced Brett is pulling us up because people will stay till the end. Oh, Brett! I nearly broadcast him into the McDonald's drive-through tonight. Oh, <laughs> oh my! Those poor little McDonald's crew. I asked him again when he's coming to Melbourne. And he said, yes, sometime. Oh, we need him in person. Firm, come on, buddy. Firm it up, mate. He's going to go to Africa. Can bloody well come down to Melbourne. Yes. Mr. Bowman. Also, when he sends me the voice memos, he'll now tell me if something's a bit rude. Just so oh. I don't listen to them right, oh. <laughs> right in front of the kids. <laughs> I was going to say next to your kids. If he's worried about me putting them on the podcast, don't worry. I can. I have a yardstick, Brett, by, oh, no, by I, which I, I, I measure. Already, I already censor what I send to you. <laughs> oh, you do not. No, I want the uns- I want to hear the uncensored. No, no, you, you, you will cancel him. I no, I could. I he won't mean it. He, I won't. He'll he's be just, putting it on. He's trying to be funny. I mean, he is funny. He's, he's working. He's it's working. But like, and I have heard some of these recordings in person, not from Brett, but from Kate's phone, and they are. I mean, they're scary for me in person. They're quite alarming. They're alarming, yeah. Um, but I cannot wait till the end of a Neighbours episode to hear what Brett's going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like if he gets a cold and we don't have him for a week, I don't know what I'm going to oh, do. Oh, guess what we're going to do? We're going to go back through the archives because ah. there's tens of them. <laughs> Maybe you'll get some of the uncensored. And yeah, let me know, let me know if I should because I've been now squeezing a few more in because we ran a little under a couple of weeks ago. Not that we have a time, but I just thought, oh. We've fallen under the 50 mark. Let's chuck a few more Bretts in. But if you want me to go back to one Brett per episode, I can. Maybe he's, he's going he's gonna to feel like he's under the pump now. I, a, nah. a, a little while ago I said, oh, Brett's got uncensored Kate, right? It, this gives me an inclination of the standard of their conversations. <laughs> I'm very happy to have each other. Um, and also shout out to two of our big friends of the pod, Mary and Sammy, who are currently living through a cyclone oh. as we record. And Kiri and Glenn. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, take it easy up there, gang. No, but Brett, do not stress because the only reason I put more than one in is because they were so funny I couldn't yeah. let them go off into the ether, not Coming being heard. Um, so we'll, at the end, after Brett, we're going to say what we think. What we think is going to go down because I want to have a raw chat about it and okay. go – I don't want to be like, oh, I wonder – I just want to lay it out and go, right, this is what's going to happen. Discuss. Okay, so we'll get to that. Put a pin in that. Monday. But also play it to the end because it helps our ranking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people admitted they haven't heard Brett because, you know, oh, well, bye. The music kicks in, turn the car off, go, leave. The, no, leave no. your podcast behind. But not safe for kids. No, yeah, that's right. If you haven't learned that, nine years in, can't help you. <laughs> Monday, the 22nd of January, 2024 is where we kick off our recap week. It is episode 8976. Chelsea. Chelsea is among us. She's a loose unit. She's the sister of Kara, handy mum. And we thought she was in aviation last week, but this week she's in fragrances. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's a Naomi stand-in. Yeah. She did, now, she didn't have brand enthusiasm, did she? She had another concept. Like PR. She did PR. Yeah. But I think she sold soap or something at some point yeah do you know what this gave me a touch of a touch of the uh full salute mm. touch of the tinkle <laughs> touch of the 
Puffy's piss engine tinkering around. What is she doing like a snake oil salesman? So well, Phil and I have been to a resort in Phuket a few times. We went there for our honeymoon and they have a signature scent there. And yeah, it, it takes oh, yeah. me back and it is so nice. Do you, I both believe and have experienced that. And also I once went back to the hospital, public hospital where my son was born for myself, I could choose a hospital and I chose that one because I wanted to smell the hand sanitizers again and remind me of the day he was born. <laughs> and then um, I was cured of that want mm. <laughs> after spending 15 hours there overnight in emergency. Anyway, the point is a scent takes you back to an experience and Courtney has this scent called Unison. What? Unison. What does that mean? Is that- to, 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 to do something at the same time. Harmoniously, at, at coming together. Well, actually, no, it's the opposite of harmony. Coming together as one. To do something at the same time is a hilarious tagline, by the way. Um, imagine if you had that on, like, the ad. Like, you know, like a Kelvin Klein really sexy ad for a perfume and then, like, to do something at the same time. <laughs> Let's do it together. <laughs> but the, the weirdest part of her pitch was, yes, how about we give them a bottle of cologne to take with them? And I'm like... Marmate, make them buy it. Make all your soaps, make the moisturizers, make the, I don't know, the oil with the sticks in it in the room <laughs> smell like this. And then they can go and buy a bottle of room freshener, which mm. is what we did. And also, yeah. and buy all the, like, the soaps and the moisturizers mm-hmm. to take home because they love the scent so much. But also, could you imagine what the scent of Lassiter's smells Ooh, like? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, cigarette butts, <laughs> crab meat. Oh, or crabs. Remember when they had the crabs? That's, that's what that joke was doing, but oh. never mind. Didn't land. Should, should I? <laughs> In all honesty, I would imagine like a musky, sandalwoody kind of. Mm. I mean, JJ liked it. I mean, they'd have to have some sort of tenant of fire, you know. A smoky kind of. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because, yeah. you know, it's bent down like four times. Or if they're using the, the water lily. The Lotus mm. logo, maybe it's something botanical. I feel like the waterhole would smell a bit like chlorine from the big pond and <laughs> a bit like stale urine. Oh, lovely. Plus, from the waterhole. Plus yeah. beer that's stuck to your feet. Yeah. So she woos Paul, by the way, more or less. CJ, um, I'm no longer going to be talking about this because I would like you to take it away. Yeah. So, okay, so we left last week's pod when Chelsea was going through the Robinson family tree because she'd like to insert herself in it. Mm. And Bayer made an amazing Instagram this week, which was like, how dare you, Chelsea, come in to the Robinson family tree, even metaphorically, like it is wrong. Anyway, so she has got her eyes set on him, which is weird because like, is it to sell her perfume or to better her business or is it just to marry him or like I, I don't really understand well, that's exactly the chronological journey it went on like it's at the start you're like oh what does she want oh okay she wants to get her perfume oh, yeah. okay right and then by the end um of the encounter she sees him in the waterhole she sprays her perfume at him joey from friends style mm-hmm. and then that was i felt like she assaulted him <laughs> she literally like pepper sprayed him with the oh. with the perfume in the face and i was like i'd be like ah and ombre and and normally and normally Paul is quite alert to a to an attractive mm. woman around the place. Mm. And we haven't seen Paul be so since the return of Neighbours because he's still in love with Trace. Which is interesting because, well, Courtney, I, I'm going to call her Courtney from MasterChef. Mm-hmm. Chelsea is in his kind of demographic, mm-hmm. romantic demographic, you would think. I mean, she's still quite young for him. Yeah, exactly. Sure. exactly. She is, but she's 
beautiful and go get him, which is his kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but she pretends to not even see her at first when Ka- she introduces herself to him and Kara's like, oh, that's my sister. I don't think he's pretending because I think he he is introduced to her, but Kara, as you say, and he he's just like, whatever, like I really don't care. And then mm-hmm. she starts sucking up and firstly that's not the way to Paul's heart at all because he wants to – he likes the chase, right? It was just so strange to have someone introduce you and you're just there like, okay, this is irrelevant to my interests. So she gets a meeting with Paul. She ends up in his penthouse and then pitches to him this perfume and let's have it in Lassiter's as a signature scent. Yeah. And Paul, being not interested in anything in regard to the law or his insurance or whatever, he just cavalier decides to – let her set up in the thing where where they had the ball check machine, remember? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. He said he lets her do a pop-up perfume stand, which looks a lot unlike the licorice stand at the yeah, un- fair. Unlikely to get one single iota of business there, you'd think. Yeah. Like go to, um, I don't know, Eastland or whatever's out that way. Yeah. I mean, I'd ignore that stand there too, but <laughs> surely you'd have enough. You'd have thousands of people walking past yeah. you, though, as you'd opposed get a to the twin a dog Lassiter's. <laughs> yeah, or just even sell it in reception. Like I was at a hotel Ooh, in yeah. Sydney recently, and they had they had a scent, and I, mm-hmm. by the way, didn't connect that at all. But it was for sale in the or reception. Yeah, just you put in it, a bookshop. Put it on the de- on the desk oh. as you're checking out. You go, oh hello, pop that so on the tab. I feel it was perfect at the resort we went to because it like gave us like complete memories of spending mm. a couple of weeks at yeah. a resort some, in Thailand. Some so people, like, like, oh, yeah, I had to um, stay at this suburban shitty hotel for business and, um, yeah, got, good, got good times, perfume. got some memories there, got the herps, yeah. <laughs> um, for some people that could be a great staycation. <laughs> I don't know. So, but Paul's funny because he acts like he's never heard of this concept. <laughs> They've got hotels all over the world. Yeah, they would already have one, right, by now, wouldn't surely, they? Surely. Chloe would have done that in her sleep. Oh, it, Mel, yeah. do you think, as a marketing professional, CJ, do you think that this is something that would need to be going through the centralised oh, Lassiter's? Yeah. You'd say this has to go through corporate. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Put a call into Lucy. Yeah, and that's also how you, like, push back the salespeople when they yeah. contact you. So, sorry, this has to go through I'm not, corporate. I'm not, I'm not the bad guy. It's the, the faceless. And he does it all without running it by, insert job title here, Krista, um, which is, of course, very rude, um, just completely cuts her out of the discussion. And then Chelsea has put in as the sales assistant, why can't she do it herself? Don't know. But Wendy puts Sadie forward. Oh, my daughter wants to be a she, makeup artist. She could do it. She's kind of, She's about to start her course in makeup. And then Sadie's right there going, makeup's different to perfumer. Yeah. And... That doesn't matter, apparently. Oh, actually, I Googled the old Napoleon Purtis Beauty College, which still oh, yeah. exists. Yeah, yeah. You know their longest course? How long yeah. it is? How long? Eight weeks. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it's, it's not a whole year of uni, is it? No. Um, uh, how long do you think, because in Neighbours, you can do like a Lord Green, like 15 weeks. So that's, how long's an eight-week Napoleon Purtis? Like, like a week and a half? Three days. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can't wait. So I'd really like it if she went to work at like Mecca. Well, that's but, what she needs to do. Yeah. Yeah, over at Knox. Is there one there? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there is. <laughs> the perfume shop gets shut down. Shop. There's a table. Gets shut down. Not before Awkward City Limits with Sadie and um, uh, Annie Chelsea has urged JJ to put the moves on 
Sadie. Oh, yeah. What's oh, wrong with her? Who's an adult. That's wrong. Yeah. And wonderful Sadie. She's being really pleasant to him. And he's like, oh, what are you doing tomorrow? And she's like, oh, yeah, I don't know, seeing friends. And he eventually beats around the bush and then he's like, oh, maybe do you want to have lunch? She's like, are you asking me out on a date? Because the answer is no. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> could you imagine if somebody, okay, sw- swap all the genders, mm. how you'd feel about a male character the age of Chelsea, whatever that is, um, telling a female character the age of JJ JJ to ask out a male character the age of someone their age should could encourage them, but so not an adult. JJ yeah. was convinced for a long time that Sadie was his sister too. Yeah, that's yeah. what his mum's very fervently pointed out to him. Yeah, and and the age thing as well. Mm. They were right on the money, but also like Doctor Ma doesn't like Chelsea. <gasps> Let's stop down there. Why do you reckon CJ? Because she's annoying. Okay. I'm going to strip a layer away and okay. go. I, th- I think Dr. Ma's toxic and okay. doesn't, doesn't like any of Kara's friends or family. Um, <gasps> I'm going to say what Vaya Pashos thinks and that is that Chelsea put the moves on Dr. Ma. <gasps> Maybe. And they had a, like a canoodle and she doesn't ever want Kara to find out. And she's like, well, how long is your sister staying? And Kara's like, well, she's, she's going to neglect her adult children and just hang around with us. Unless you've got a problem with it. And th- that's where Dr. Mark could have said, I have a problem with it. Shut it down. Yeah. But can you really say that? I don't have siblings. C- do you think it's even possible to say, no, your brother, sister, whatever, I can't don't th- stay I don't here? think you could. No. Nah. Um, I, I just think Dr. Mark's problematic. I think, she, I think she's wanting to control, micromanage Kara's okay. life. Yeah. I, I sort of think it's it comes from that's their dynamic and Kara mm. makes bad decisions. <laughs> I do really appreciate how supportive of her sister Kara is. Like, this is a great opportunity, getting her stuff in front of our hotel manager and Even good on her. Even if it is a suburban Best Western. It doesn't matter if it's my boss. Who cares? <laughs> that. Kate's right, though. She didn't even like the um the friend that stole the sperm. What was her name again? Philippa. 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 Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's maybe interesting. But I do think it's because Kara – I mean, sorry, Chelsea is – she she's got she's got main character energy. She yeah. she would come into the house and I just dare be like, you. Oh yeah, she should be annoying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's the feeling I get with her main character energy. It's like Chelsea, we just met these Varga Murphys. We're still trying to learn what Dex is into apart from video games. We're still just trying to learn Dex's name. Okay, is it Dexter or is it just Dex? Is it Dex? We're gonna get. I'm and and one day he's gonna get a storyline. One day, not before his auntie does. So for, forgive us, Chelsea, but what I would not forgive is this moment where she goes to the bar, she's celebrating, this is when they still had the stand, and she takes a napkin and she takes a gold pen from her purse and not a pen that writes with flow. It skips a little bit, this pen, and she writes very slowly, Chelsea Robinson with a love heart on the napkin. The saddest bitch in Aaron's brother. Actually, no, we've got something. We've got another rendition of that, Kate, we can drop in here. Oh, yes. Thank you, Brett. The saddest bitch in Aaron's That's you, Chelsea Robinson. 
What a weirdo. Can we – I will need to spend another 40 minutes on what Chelsea wrote this note on a napkin I, I, I'd just for. like to point out that Brett sent me about three voice memos in a row about that very scene. <laughs> Maybe I should just call him. But why did she need to do it then? Why did she need to write it down? She's Anne Shirley, goddammit. Couldn't she have written it in her phone? But also <laughs> she's not 13. <laughs> she's an adult with adult kids. Yeah. Is she manifesting? Is that what you do oh, when you yeah, manifest? Okay. Definitely she's manifesting. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. Be. It is what you do. Why it's, do you have to manifest at the bar? What was, that, what was that book called? The Secret. Yeah. Yeah, The Secret. Under yeah. Burn. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm, I'm, I manifested the toad fi- horse into my house. The to- not the toad fish. <laughs> Thank God, not the toad fish. Um, the toad horse. Yeah, you tweeted it. Yeah. And then now it sits in my lounge room. <sighs> and look, she's a strong modern woman. She could also keep her maiden name. What's oh, wrong 100%. with Murphy? If yeah, yeah. I know we're skipping steps, Chelsea, but calm down. I, I mean, mean, she's <laughs> skipping the steps for you. <laughs> and the pen is skipping. Everything to, is skipping. To be honest, if she had signed her actual name, we'd be puzzled. <laughs> she, she was, if she was just writing Chelsea Murphy on a napkin, we would be pondering what on earth's going on. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's like, ah, Ms. Chelsea Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> I originally thought we were going to get like a bit of a red herring that she was a daughter or, or some mm. some or other the, relationship. Or we, we posited that she was going to come in with some JJ sperm donor goss. Yeah, but. I, I mean, maybe she's got the horn for Rob Rob still alive, isn't he? No, but she seems to have the horn for Paul in terms of a socialite status, mm. like some celebrity that you've heard of. that we... You know who this reminds me of? Donna's mum. Oh, Toddy Goldsmith's character. Yes. Yes. She had the horn for Paul too. And didn't um, Nina Tucker's mum as well? Oh, the singer, the blonde woman. Yeah. I think the message is. Trixie Tucker. Trixie. I think the message is, is all women have the horn for Paul. Everyone wants a little stump in their life. Especially especially women of a certain age. Unison. (laughs) If we're going to talk about women of a certain age, we're going to have to skip right to the end of the week. All right, let's do it. Woo. Wonderful. Um, Al Mel. Wait, before we do that. Not before shouting out the line of Chelsea saying, I thought he'd be taller. And Cara going, yes, I know. Which is, yeah, it is what you think when you meet Stefan. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay, yeah, end of the week. We're going to come back to the stuff in the middle. We have to. but He's got got BDE. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe it's BSE. I'm I'm turning to Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, Melanie is back on the apps. She's putting herself out there after her horrible harassment scenario the week before. And where does she find an attraction, Kate? Um, well, she's restocking the drink Steve's van. And who turns up? Her fruit supplier. The fruiterer. Couple of days, mate. <laughs> Santo, the fruiterer. My goodness. He's a bit familiar, isn't he? Mm. He's what they call in the Law and Order universe a repeat offender. As in, he's played a character on the show before. This was his fourth time on the show. Oh, but, fourth. But we know him most famously from 2016 as crime boss DeMarcho. Oh. A.K.A. Tomato. Wasn't but, that? And, and Paige was involved with that one. It was, yeah, cars? It was to do with the Erinsborough. Hot, hot cars? Like, hot cars? I've, I've got it. some pictures I'll upload to the council. Well, what if I said I was considering buying a motel? The oh. Erinsborough. Oh, God. Money's no obstacle. <laughs> And I was like, this is perfect. What if it really is Santo D'Amato, the underworld fruiterer, which is, let me tell you, that is a lot of their day jobs back in the day. <laughs> I was like, this is 
perfection. And he says he's recently divorced and he's like, well, I've got to turn over a new leaf, start a new page of my journey. He's charismatic. He's got some nice guns. He's going to go legit. I don't know if I want to like gush anymore because I feel like we should have him on as a as, well. As, I probably guess I could probably could swing that because we've worked on the same productions because he is David Serafin, um, regular crew member in the Australian entertainment industry, and another connection to Neighbours is his real life wife is Jane Allsop Hendrix's mum. Ah, oh, get out of town. Yeah. She oh, yeah. owes Mac a house. Uh, yes, she, yes. Yeah. I reckon if um, – because David and Aaron want to buy number 32, I reckon Mac should be, like, calling them up. Like, can I have access to some of Hendrix's billions, please? Yeah. To buy my home. My my humble crap hole on Ramsey Street. Oh, my humble crap hole. David Serafin, he – so, Santo, this was such a lovely spark to watch. They're flirting over the fruit. He's yeah. clearly interested in a – They've got a rapport. Well, so, Mel – so – uh, you might recall in flashback week, hate to bring it up, but um, Mel was really washed out. Like she wasn't, she obviously wasn't well and then she was in hospital and all and she was really washed and her colours coming back. Mm. So both in her, their wardrobe choices and just her makeup and her hair is looking. Her, her cheeks are rosy. Yeah. There's a rose in every cheek. Yeah. And, and this stepped it up. All these flirting, it stepped it up. Yeah. And so Carl's there going – Trying to talk to her and she's ignoring him and looking. Checking out Santo's guns. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's been lifting fruit boxes all day. And she's got a front row to the gun show. Mm. Mel's like, I might ask him out. And because um, he was dropping hints and Carl's like, well, why don't, what's stopping you? She goes, oh, well, nothing. And she storms off and asks him out and he accepts. I loved it as a bookend to the JJ and Sadie scene because that's what adults who are attracted to each other in life, later in life, that's what happened. That's what they can do. That's what children don't need to be messing around with that. It was great to see that. And they go out to, well, he picks her up at the waterhole with some plant rant, apple blossom or something. Oh, yes, it was apple blossom. I did. I took a screenshot of that too. Yeah. Bless him. My goodness, that is romantic. But it's clearly not shot at this time of the year because there's no apple blossom out in January. Oh, yes. Obviously. Oh, they missed that, didn't they? And... Unfortunately, there's no spark in the oh, evening. Devo. Absolutely yeah. Devo. I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop for them to go, okay, there's no com- there's no spark at dinner. But then she brings him home for a nightcap. Oh, to the Kennedys, which is so cringe. That was my favourite scene of the week when Holly and Carl had to hustle out of the living room and yeah. like fell go over back- each other leaving the room. Go back to his batch pad, lady. We don't know. He could live with his mum. <laughs> Could be worse round there. Yeah, over at non- Nonna, Nonna's. Nonna, Nonna Tomatoes. <laughs> She's making sauce. <laughs> in, in the in the garage kitchen. In the wee hours. Yeah, yeah. So when she brought him home for a nightcap, I was like, oh, hello, this is looking up. He's, he ain't interested in it though. He wants a, a cup of Earl Grey. And she looked at him for about 20 minutes when he said that. She's like, I can make you a Long Island iced tea. Yeah. I can give you a slippery nipple. <laughs> Do you reckon she's got a single bed at the Kennedys or? Uh, having seen it, yes. Oh. Um, but she, he has a tea and they go for this kiss but they just touch lips. Mm. Oh, come on, give it another. I, you know what? You know what? Chelly got married to a kiss like that. Know, give it another yeah. crack. But I kept waiting for them them to just jump each other and then it's on. They're like, ah, yeah. oh, well, we don't. We can't make conversation the over the dinner. I've seen some fornication. 
Yeah. Like we can't make conversation at dinner, but we can have a romp in the sack and it's a good time. But I mean, seriously, you could probably hear Ho-Ho brushing her teeth <laughs> from that couch. Um, Allie had a baby on that couch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hope they got the missile spot cleaner out on that. Yeah. Maybe victims of crime act, they mm. might have got some cleaning from that. So uh, Mel. Maybe Jane got, got rid of the fluids. Yeah, she's good at it. Mercifully, uh, even though they're not going to be cut out for a relationship, um, they're going to be friends. They're going to be fruit friends. Yeah. Not like Aaron and David are fruit friends. They're not feeling fruity. Oh, God damn it. I just want her. Like, they're well suited. Come on. I think they're well Work suited. Harder. Work harder. I think he's way better for her than Toad. Oh, yeah. In this Toad 2.0 Renaissance era. Toad is just grim. Nah, no, uh, no one wants Toad. People want Santo. Holy crap, did you see who the what the promo of his date next week is, though? Yes. All our dreams have come true. Our prayers have been answered, Vaya. It's Vera Punt 2.0, that's it. I love it. Tomato and Mrs. Punt. Perfect. We're going on a date. Oh, I but, didn't see that. And then, because that's going to be the foil in Melanie's plan because Toad Rage are all up in a grill. They're well, like, oh, well, we're glad you're moving on, but can you actually move out? Yeah, because it's harshing our mellows. Is she out of the sling now? She is, but she still has to be care. She can't lift she's anything. She's got osteoporosis. She doesn't have anywhere to go. But also she's got to do like 4,000 hours of community service oh. in probably in the community like in which she's been exactly. sentenced. And can she even drive the van yet? Who knows? Probably Wasn't not. she living like Moe or something, like something awful like that? Don't make her go No, back. no, it was Hurstbridge. <laughs> Wasn't that bad? Okay, Hurstbridge <laughs> is lovely. So, so <laughs> but not this time of year. She's doing the old George Glass routine from the Brady Bunch. Jane, who spends a lot of time with Therese, is like, um, so when are you going to leave? Because uh, then sees that she's talking to Fruit Man and going, oh, okay, well, this is good. This will make everyone happy. That, oh. And spills the beans that there's chatter about where she, her movements and her. Because yeah. Tony clearly still wants a bit of that jelly. 100%. Yeah, which is obviously Therese's problem. She says, mm. Therese says that um, it's the way Mel looks at Toady, but her problem is the way Toady looks back yeah. at Mel. Much like they say on Reddit, you don't have a other woman problem, you have a husband problem. Yep. So Mel's just going to be like, you know what, it's going to be easier for everybody if I just say that Santo is my boyfriend. So yeah. she is, and but next week that's going to come go undone. F- we, we go the full fruit salad. <laughs> Isn't it? I just find it really interesting this because – they built this house of cards, but we can already see how it's going to tumble down. Mm-hmm. Neighbours is at its best for me when it completely surprises us and delights us. Mm-hmm. When Melanie and Toadie first got together, for example, like oh, we never saw that coming. But she crept out from under the desk. Yeah. But, but we never saw it coming. They went on a Tinder date and, you know. A great example is Cassius. <laughs> no, but I, yeah. I explained that to someone today, how Neighbours paid it off like a year later and mm-hmm. they had like an extra in. And the person who I was explaining it to doesn't watch Neighbours and they were surprised at like how, you know, good that was, how much of a payoff that was to people yeah. who were watching. You All know? I remember from that storyline is just old mate Guy Fawkes Batty. face down in the, the, the sex tub. Batty. Yeah. Pam roast. Yeah, so we already know how it's going to play Bo- out. Boiled ham. Boiled ham. And it's like the ending of How I Met Your Mother when you're like season two, you're like, oh, okay, well clearly I know how this is going to end. Oh, they got seven more seasons. Okay, great. And then it ended the exact way that we all knew. So what are we doing? <laughs> Surprise us. Don't just have them all back where they started. Yeah. I Yeah. I want 
I want Toad Rage to break up because it's ridiculous. <laughs> But I don't want them to be happy again. No, I never. I want, I want Paul and Melanie to find better alternatives. I'd, I'd, you know what? I'd rather Paul and Melanie find each other. <gasps> yeah, 100%. Yes. Yeah. yeah, They've already done it once. Mm. Melanie, friend of the pod, yeah. Lucinda, yeah. I, she can have him. I, oh, I, I would yeah, be okay, okay with that. You've ceded your rights. <laughs> that, that is a seal of approval. That is a blessing. Okay, so there's a couple of things. And see, we're not as excited about... <sighs> them because again the the characters that they want us to not like like they don't want us to barrack for the fruit guy but we're barracking for the fruit guy because it's bloody tomato and he's got he's got a cheeky charm to him yeah you know um carl kennedy uh alan fletcher you know our mate um he he was one of those people he did like a a role and then came back Mm, yeah he was a mechanic yeah don't you reckon dating a fruiterer You'd be getting some top quality fruit, gen- seasonal yes. fruit. He would be presenting her as part of his love language with the best peaches, for instance, in season. And <laughs> and showing her the best peaches at the other end of the day. But this is also a plot in um, Gilmore Girls, how Suki and Jackson, Melissa McCarthy's character, gets together with her husband. It is. is he's the fruit and veg guy for the inn and she's for the she's the chef. Yeah. Which that, is job done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we must talk about So hopefully about. he doesn't, like, leave next week. But if he does, I want anybody listening to this who has any influence to bring him back. Bring him back. I mean, he'll be someone else in, he's a, a, in a year. He's a solid working actor. Well, he's can, a family can, man. He needs to pay the bills. He'll be back. If he's not Tomato, can he be Tomato's brother, twin brother? <gasps> yeah. And he's the one who, uh, on the legitimate fruit side. I would love it. Of the family fruit business. I would love it if, if Toadie <laughs> finds out who it is and he's like, oh, my God, Mel, this is – he had a – Chop shop. Well, t- I looked. It, I checked out his name in the credits, and it's Santo Oliveira. So maybe, oh, okay. yeah. 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 We'll maybe, he's a, maybe he's a cousin. I don't know. Maybe he doesn't like to go by the Demano name. Oh yeah, it's it could be like Moran's. Mm. <laughs> um. Okay, let's talk about the dog. Yeah. <sighs> well, <laughs> we thought we we're going to lose the dog, but. Dogs we didn't. sticking around. This picks up the thread of what I was saying before. Of, so the guy we don't – the guy they don't want us to root for, we're rooting for. And the guy that they want us to root for, they've completely trashed. So, and we can't possibly want to him to be with Mackenzie. But that's where – that's what they set up at the start. So that's what they're following through with. Now, there was a chat on the Neighbours Council about how to redeem Haz. Our Facebook group, yes. Yeah. This is what they did to redeem Haz. They made him sad because his dog went away. Super but, sad, but yeah. It didn't make me like him. Just no. made me think you're a man child. I didn't even feel sorry for him. I felt no. sorry for the little boy they trotted out. Exactly. I, I didn't say it worked. I just <laughs> say, <laughs> um, I just feel like they're in the, the opium den just going, oh, how can we make the pathetic character more pathetic? Well, firstly, we, Kate, namely, was not happy about this woman who came back and said, oh, I, I lost my dog. Give yeah, me my yeah, dog yeah, back. The, the dog, f- dog fighting. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. actually, new story of the day. Someone was trying to steal someone's husky today down in Dandenong, I think it was. Oh, God. There you go, mate. Um, grim. But the thing is, is that there's no better relationship with a dog than a little than a kid. No like, better. Especially that little moppet they walked out from the yeah. car. Big cartoon eyes. Nan had bought it for him. Well, before she died. Before she died. And this floppy little dog with his shaggy, with his shaggy hair. And there is no way that that dog didn't remember that and, connection. And There's the no dog way. would have been running back to the boy. 
So yeah. maybe they were mistreating that dog. I don't know. Maybe it is a dog fighting ring, well, Kate. Okay, when when she brought up. didn't get it microchipped yeah. and they also can't lock their side gate or whatever. But I think it's hard to like deal with a microchip. I think it is genuinely difficult when um, it's in someone else's name. So I feel like it was in Nana's name. She died. No one knew how to deal with that. No, no, she but, put but her name no on a microchip? Micro there would have been no There was microchip. none? I don't think there was a maybe, microchip Actually, at all. maybe Nana meant well. She did it all, but she forgot to do all the actual legitimate paperwork you're supposed to do when you get I a pet. That, that poor fluff bag of a dog has had bad owners all around. Yeah. yeah. And ma- when she actually, when the mother did say, spun that story, that sob story. I was got a mole in the ear, but no microchip. <laughs> no, when she said to Haz, look, because Mackenzie's on his side. She's like, you've got the legal ownership rights. Mm-hmm. Of, but he agrees to meet up with the mother and she says the whole sob story. My The dying mother gave it to the son who's six. At that point, I thought, oh, Kate was right. It's a dog fighting ring because this story <laughs> is bullshit. <laughs> absolutely is not true. But then they brought the little boy out. All oh, they needed well, to there's do. There's children everywhere. Trevor. Even dog fight people have children in their lives. <laughs> Trevor. All they needed to do was have her be from another country that doesn't have bloody microchips and that they they moved to Australia. Or from the country. And they're like, oh, we don't bother with that over there. To be honest, like that is 100% true. <laughs> Surely they would have told the poor child at some stage, oh, no, Bodie went to the farm. Yeah, they don't keep the dog beds around. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, how cruel is that? And the dad was like, we've been dreaming of Bodie coming back. Well, be parents. You've got to be realistic, gang. Yeah, she was probably hit by a truck on Springvale Road. Yeah. And picked up by the council. And he was never microchipped, so you were never going to hear about okay, it. Okay, Max, deal with it. Go to bed. <laughs> Stop asking. Time to grow up, Max. Go to the website Byron was on and get a new one. Yeah, there's <laughs> an 80 there. <laughs> okay, so Mackenzie, it's, it is like, I feel like has is... Max, the little kid, he was sad. He was off his food. He wasn't sleeping. Oh, my God. He didn't even want to drink. He's so, not sexually attractive <laughs> at this point. Why is Mac wanting to get it on with him? Why is she wanting to Mac on with a literal man-child? I guess it's the first big relationship after her late husband. Let's think of what Hendrix was like, though. Oh, he my God. Everything. He had joie de vivre. Mm-hmm. He was, was a capable adult. He could cook. He could cook. I mean, Has can make coffee, but it's Melbourne. Most people can. By the way, at one point, the cafe rings and says Has, has uh, hasn't shown up for his shift, which thanks Has. Um, like he basically is as bad as Leo, not going to like pick up his kid, like not going yeah. to the cafe. I feel this would be a daily occurrence for these staff, probably. And then, so he eventually storms down and says because Mac and Byron go down to, like, take the shift for him. I, d- I don't imagine they've got certificates to that's do really, so bad. It's really anyway. great friendship, guys, but why don't you just wait, ring wait, one of the other – lazy prick up. Ring one of the other staff. Yeah. And make them come in. One of the up. other staff, wake him up. Lots of options. But I, Haz I, look, comes I reckon, down. I reckon in this situation there'd be no goodwill for Haz as a boss. It'd be like, no, nah, it's my day off. I've already wo- yeah. worked 13 out of the last 14. Um, Haz comes down and – he gets a bit shirty and tells them to f off, but he um he just immediately starts takes over from Byron chopping tomatoes. No need to wash his hands before he touches oh, these tomatoes. Yeah. No. When I saw that, I thought Kate is going to lose it. 
And I'm now, I'm now, I already was not going to Harold's, trust me. <laughs> I'm already questioning how good the coffee even is at Harold's because remember at the start of the season when they returned, Carl was questioning the new blend and it seemed like he was maybe paying a compliment, just saying this is different mm. to the coffee because then you know, we, he, late, we later a, see Byron. It's a national roast. <laughs> we later see Byron in my favourite little snippet of the week, Pyron, he's taken a meat pie out for, an, for a walk because everywhere he turns there's couples and he ends up at the waterhole having a coffee and Holly says, why aren't, you, why aren't you drinking the stuff that has can make it home? And I'm like, well, it probably doesn't taste good. But Just because it's single origin, mm. that one origin doesn't need to, like might not be good. <laughs> single origin plus poo. Yeah. Dog hair. Dog hair. So he, Mackenzie speaks to the dad of the family, the mm. new family, and they're like, oh, look, he, the dog keeps running back over to you guys. I'm like, it's been two days. Oh, yeah, the dog, the dog turned up at it's been 12 hours yeah can't you just give him a week so that poor kid again they're like all right well Mackenzie because Mackenzie's like oh I'm gonna do joint custody and Bechdahl twitches friend of the pod going oh it's they're gonna talk about who the dog lives with (laughs) um and spends time with no no but these these people are like Flanders parents mate they're just like oh we've tried everything (laughs) but we're all out of ideas and it's like well have you tried putting a padlock on your side gate Maxie, he's like, can we not give the dog away again? Can we look it in the laundry? I don't know. And what, what was wrong with Mackenzie's suggestion of what if Has visits him every now and then? I'm sure that would have been fine. Also, Has has probably been giving him supermarket food that's like really bad. Oh, pal. Yeah. Be on the, the big cans of pal. Oh, is pal yeah. no good? Well, no, because you know how like um, the supermarket food, it just has more waste because okay. it has, filler. yeah, so it's waste like turns in into, it. yeah. yeah, dog poo. All filler, no killer. Mm. Yeah. Um, how about when Byron was all like, hey, guys, let's let's watch the new Jack Reacher. And I was like, Amazon Prime, cha-ching. But you know what else they shouted out? One Way Street's back, guys. Oh, is that the, the Jürgen? No, that's the show that um, Ben Fenlon Bone campaigned to save. Oh. The fictional soap. It's back. In the real, in the Amazing. fictional world. Thank you, um, Bezos. Yeah, love it. So Mackenzie gets the dog back and then – she and has and the dog frolic on the beach and then they kiss the beach now we now know why the titles are at this damn beach mm. it's because of this dog yeah, and black and, rock yeah and anyway so they go, kiss we've got to go visit it sometime guys yeah uh yeah well yeah sounds good what's black rock near that i would know sandringham mm, okay sounds far no, yeah. it's just past brighton okay yeah, we can it's, do that. It's, it's a pleasant-looking beach. It, yeah. I mean, it is, but like now, it's just we, we can we can go past where they um where JJ abandoned Sarge. Can we on please? The driving lesson. Can we please recreate the shot with Holly, Sadie, and Max stomping down the sand? Oh, of course, yeah. We we'll need some wide-legged slacks. I think for our three hundredth podcast, we should go to the winery, though. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep, yep. Sounds good. Job done. Sure. All right. It, it doesn't appear the um neighbors can afford to go there anymore. So. <laughs> It's true. Someone's got to go. Do you know who's got to go there so every now and then? Leo Tanaka. Oh. Well, he's got to tend to his spirits that he inexplicably <sighs> makes at a winery. Leo's had a lot on this week. I, I have no words for that man. Oh, he's just like, so Leo's a boyfriend now. He's a big boyfriend. He's, he's a big boy. He's putting on his big boy pants and he's going to be a boyfriend. I, and, I, my God. I've got one word for Leo and that is childcare. Yeah. That is, oh, he absolute scungy bastard, yeah. just palming your daughter off. I mean, so, and nanny is a viable alternative, particularly 
kids get sick a lot in daycare. So if you want to have but Sadie less has no chance training. of that. She's a babysitter. No, she's not babysitter. a nanny. No, but by having a babysitter instead of a ch- instead of childcare, yes, you would cut down the illnesses. It's completely reasonable. And public holidays tomorrow, my it's a public holiday. My child's daycare is shut, so you know you have to find alternative plans on those days. But and there also, are benefits. Leo, by standard, should have different hours because he works at a winery that has events, so he wouldn't necessarily have nine to five hours in which he could fit into daycare. I understand that, but. Last week, he was all like, I couldn't possibly lend my daughter to this woman. She's a terrible <laughs> junkie. And now he's like, I have put my PP in her. <laughs> so, so you can have my kid. And now he's laying it on thick. Yeah. going. But, so the nanny point was, yes, he needs someone who can do irregular hours, but don't just look at the nearest person you can see and go, hey, you're nice to kids, yeah? But also, there's, there's, he could, during the week, during normal hours, he could have high-quality childcare with um, a person who's got a diploma in early childhood It's somebody education. who wanted to do that course. Yeah, like, and then, yeah. You could, then you could have... Like friend of the pod, plain Jane superfan. Yeah. She could do it. Au pair Sadie filling on the, on the weekends. Yes, when perfect. Needed. Yeah, perfect. when she's not at Napoleon. Yeah. Oh, I love this or, for everyone. You know, or she could hang out with her grandfather or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Which at one point, David... So he comes into Krista's hotel room and David's there, sober companion. And by the way, he's become like a marketing assistant. Did you did you notice yeah. that? He bouncing ideas, Krista's bouncing ideas off him about what to do what? with the hotel. What is what I got confused about if that was her work day or her leisure time. I don't know, but is she gonna have that baby in that hotel room? And oh, live yes. there? Because she was like, Oh, I need to buy some things for the nursery. And I'm like, Lady, you're in the room that like fierce and dippy. We're getting it on in. Like <laughs> the, there's no room for a I think at least get a suite. Yeah, I think the ensuite isn't a nursery. I, I once went to a hotel room when my kid was young and we had to set up the porta cotty in the bathroom. Oh. oh well you didn't get a chance. Did you go to the hotel after you gave birth to baby Lou? No. Because I did after baby Harold and we actually had baby Madge come in and visit us. And we um she was only three, and so they they brought in the cot for her to sleep in, and we actually had to put it basically in the entry to the room, mm. which blocked the emergency exit for all of us. So, <laughs> I mean, that sounds like something. Well, was, that's yeah. what's going to happen with this baby. Yeah. It's going to be in the foyer. Maybe it'll get the um all the um you know remember what was the baby that did Caitlin? Maybe it'll get all the furniture from Caitlin's nursery. Oh, the, the storage, the stocky um yeah, <laughs> it's under the house. It's under the house. Uh, well, it's starting to rain, so we should wrap it up, but. Um, the point is he leaves his child with Krista, even though his brother's, her uncle's right there and says, I can watch her and he hands it up. But well, then- Also, he leaves the child in like in her home because she lives in that hotel, that child also. She's like Paris Hilton. and <laughs> um, But there and Krista immediately takes Abigail out, yeah. which she doesn't know how to look after a kid, let alone because she's. Doesn't. Let alone right? in the wild. Was, yes. And I was looking at that going, a child that age is quite active and would want to be running around Ooh. next to friggin' Lasseter's Lake. Yeah. No, just take her to, if well, A, don't take her out. Just put ABC Kids on, mate. Mm. Yeah. Um, Get the iPad. Two, go to an actual playground where, mm. with, yeah, sure, it's boring. You have to stand there and supervise them at that age. But, and that, but the but kid like, can play. Yeah, not just run straight into a lake. Yeah. I, I was with a child of that age for seven hours today at the tennis. The Australian Open. Yeah. Did, did that child stay still? 
No, I'm exhausted. It was a wonderful day though. But yeah, Krista doesn't. She's no, stay in the room. What is he doing? CJ, can you recap Paul's eventual journey into acceptance of this union? Yeah. So um, David does the big show, comes to the penthouse, talks to the dad and says, look, I don't like you, mate, but I'm going to give you some advice. Leo, he's your last one left. <laughs> yeah. you got to keep him. Mm. And so he says, don't hate Leo. Leo's trying to be a big boy boyfriend and don't you're ruining slag it. slag off his missus. Yeah. And so Paul, quite mature of him, actually heeds David's advice and calls Leo and Krista in to the principal's office. Dirty story. Mm. Anyway. Um, and... <laughs> And um, says, look, I'm not going to stand in the way of young love. Yeah. He says, I don't like it. I want to stand in this way, but I won't. Yeah, I'm not pro it, but I will not ruin it for you guys. And look, I think it also be playing in the back of his head that she's not going to mooch off Leo, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's got all those billions from. um, Independently wealthy. Yeah. Why is she working anyway? Because her family maker. And um, anyway, I thought that that was good, but it's going to... I just had a solution. Um, when she has the baby, she can move into the penthouse because there's extra oh, bedrooms there. Yeah, right. Oh, of course she's going to move in there because she's going to, like, be with Leo forever, right? My, I do melt, though, when I look in the penthouse and there's a little play kitchen in there next to the real non-kitchen, kitchenette. It's adorable. Yeah. Paul's hobby, I said it last week, mm. his hobby is his family. Yeah. Uh, you know, a question that was raised in the council this week was... Do you have any council info? How does he live with people having free access to his living room? Well, I think he... I mean, he wants everyone to come in. <laughs> yeah, I think he just gave David a passcode and never worried about changing it. But he's he, well, he's constantly surprised by people coming into his yeah. apartment, which kind of says to me that, yeah, there's no, like, swipe card. Maybe it is a pin code. And he just has not changed it in 10 years yeah, or that something. Maybe in... Uh, there's a keypad in the elevator yeah. that you've got a key in. Yeah, everyone's still got the pin number. So I reckon one day Kate Ramsey will just turn up and say, surprise, motherfucker. It's his own birthday. It's one, two, three, four. Um, <laughs> okay, well, let's well, – we can start this discussion and that is – oh, okay, Kate, can you please – can you do a nutshell recap of the trip to Phillip Island that Nicolette took? I mean, one word that could describe this week is eyebrows. Veronica's mm. eyebrows, Amazing. We need more of them and she's bringing the full craze to the street. But so Nicolette is increasingly concerned about Veronica's behaviour. To the point where she jumps Wendy who's come in to use the washing machine. Oh, my oh, God. I thought that was going to be um, Sammy. I thought it was going to be Jane. Um, Wendy needs – I mean, I know Wendy has keys to people's houses – but she needs to, like, not wear noise-cancelling earphones mm. while she's in other people's houses. It's a good rule. It's a good rule to live yeah. by. Yeah, particularly um, on Ramsey Street. Yeah, because Nicolette thought it was Veronica just lurking in her house. Also doing the dishes. And yeah. shoves her yeah, across yeah. the room. Um, and then, yeah, then Wendy brings up her husband, so the Sarge is all there going Love on. Love it. Uh, Nicolette's <laughs> probably got some sort of good behaviour bond too. But then, so Nicolette's like, well, I need to get into touch. I need to get in touch with... Sasha and so she gets into the old church network mate which is already I'm already nodding off at this stage every time they mention church I did just yawn but also they just they've got no problem with sharing of personal information do they he's over there love apparently he's gone down to the home of the block 2024 Phillip Islands also the home of the um fairy penguin parade yeah which I think I'll be seeing in a couple of weeks um take a jacket it's freezing yeah great it's very cold, even in summer. 
so Sasha's down there and he's fishing. Oh, yeah, he's on the beach, right? Um, but Jesus isn't too far from here, I'll have you know, <laughs> because he had his big old bucket of um, fishing supplies with a, one of the, the Christian um, fish. fish symbols on the side. Bless and I was like, mate, mate. Brand enthusiasm mm, is what that is. Fisher of men. Yeah, well, <laughs> thou does protest too much. He was going to step out on the marriage, don't forget. That's against oh, the rules. Yeah, and Yeah, Nicolette is like, you've got to tell your missus that – we never had an affair. And he's like, yeah, yeah but I wanted, really wanted to and so did you. Yeah, mate, that's a you problem, not a me problem. <laughs> I, d- I did not wish to have sex <laughs> with you, okay? No. He said, I felt really strong and she was like, nah, like I'm like girls. And he said, no, you've, you had something. And there was a moment where Nicolette did look back like we did have something. And Vaya called this out the other week and said, but does she – you know, is this going to come from somewhere? Well, and I, it was, it was, there was a moment. No, I was more thinking that Veronica would have inclinations towards Nicolette. I mean, why wouldn't you? But also Nicolette, I think, I think it's like when actors maybe are romantic in a show or play together and then they start going out in real life because I think there's a point where you kind of cross a line. So I think she's trying to do this charade to swim, to, to set a honey trap for this guy and then she just – she committed to the bit. She's she's yeah, a really she's good. Like, I'm going to pretend yeah. to have an affair with you, and I'm going to write up, up until the point we have <laughs> intercourse, I'm gonna, children, I'm a marriage. Gonna, I'm going to write really good erotic <laughs> fiction in our texts. But I think she enjoyed. You know, it was probably sexy, like posing for the photos and sending the photos. Oh, yeah. It was risque and fun. But Young mum wanting to feel her body again. Yeah. I mean, feel. <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I mean? He has um, charismatic cult leader vibes as well. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. So you're like, mate, you're already, you're, you're a bit Jim Jones. I love how he was just like, hey, Nicolette. Like, <laughs> what are you doing down here? <laughs> They're not biting today, are they? Um, she- trying to go to Seal Rock. <laughs> Instead of setting his wife straight, the wife is incensed and she's like, what do you mean you called him and you saw him? She's like, you said you hadn't seen him, which that's where the the chief eyebrow work came in. And she's like, well, I hadn't. I asked someone for his details. And then I went church. Yeah, mate, you could have done this. Canaries, a lot of them. Get on to John Long. The police, because now she threatens them, so they get the police involved and the police basically are like, yeah, maybe lay low. This is dangerous. So they go, let's go find a safe house. Let's go on holiday. Let's go to Bum Island. (laughs) I hear it's lovely this time of year. (laughs) Probably is just Phillip Island. You know what piqued my interest is that they're going to leave the the children behind. With with Jane, right? Yeah, but like they're going to leave the children, the cousins in the house that is being targeted. Yeah. And you're going to be safe elsewhere. And the and the I police are Paul would do a better job. And the police assure them, "Oh, don't worry, they're not going to harm your children because they could have already." She could have hurt, <laughs> That is not comforting. She could have hurt the kid already and she didn't. Yeah, maybe no. she just didn't have the right opportunity. As if it's not traumatizing to be taken from your parents at a liquor stand when they when they're all stressed yeah. and you know something's going on. Okay. Maybe you can't flee the country because of David's criminal record, whatever. Go to Adelaide and see your siblings. Barossa. Lovely. Um, they're sophisticates oh, down mate. there. You know what? I was thinking this week, How co- did we used to call, did we give Piper and Tiles a couple's name? Did we call them Piles? Because we should have called yeah, them we Piles. Yeah, we did. We did. We yeah, did. We good, did. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad about that. I'm proud of us. 
<laughs> Gotta make a hemorrhoid joke about that. We should definitely we'll pick all that up next week when the shit hits the fan. Bum oh, Island three. We're gonna have our, our theory after Brett. Yes. Now, so that's a tease. So citizen, citizen, let's go. Citizen or citizen of the week. Citizen Melanie, putting yourself back out there, taking the bull by the horns, even oh, yeah. if, even though the bull didn't have the horn. And I, yeah, to to go with that, yeah, Citizen Santo D'Amato. <laughs> I'm gonna what, go. How charming to have him back. I'm gonna go with um, that dog's previous family <laughs> for just a group citizen, not the kid. Oh. It's not that kid's fault. No, but those parents who are just like, oh, you know what, having a dog's hard. See ya. <laughs> Dog's like virtually human, mate. It's got opposable thumbs. It can open gates. It took public transport. <laughs> it could Uber. <laughs> I wonder if it has a Mikey. Okay. Uh, jump onto our Patreon. We're going to inject some colour back into that over the coming weeks. Patreon.com slash NeighboursPod and everywhere else on the socials. We'll chat to you next week. Hey, Brit. A grown woman literally took out a pen and wrote her name and the last name of Paul Robinson as though she has a manic crush on him and she just couldn't not do it while standing at the bar in the waterhole. What the fuck? Don't blame me, blame Brit. I don't care about this Nicolette plotline. Go away. Steal a baby. Break up a Ramsey Street marriage. Kill someone. I don't care about your off-screen non-affair with someone else's husband that wasn't an affair that made you and Kiri bro. I didn't care if I never heard about Kiri ever again. Don't blame me, blame me. So the dog's coming back. What the hell was the point of this plotline? Was it to make Haz more likable? Because it did the opposite, guys. Don't blame me, blame me. And Brett's done his thing. Okay. All right. Okay. So, should we go on the count of three who we think yep. is going to die? And Do will, not... you say, will you say nickname? Yeah, if CJ can remember it. <laughs> okay. okay. So, if you be I'm... warned, if you're listening to the podcast, you've got to turn it off and you don't want to be spoiled by what's ahead in the coming Neighbours episode. Who do we think is going to die? Yeah, so turn off now. See you later. Bye. Okay. On the can. What? I don't know who you guys are going to say. CJ, you are in the freaking crystal ball group. I you are the one that made me spoiled to begin with. <laughs> okay. That's what everyone's saying, though. I, does he have a nickname? Okay. Oh, okay. One, one, two, three. Dr. Knacker. Isn't that his name? Yeah, but well, who's your guess then? Well, no, because his name's Dr. Tanaka. Now, I don't we call think, him Dr. Oh, Naka. Dr. Naka. Oh, okay, that's not his real name. Anyway, um, <laughs> who's your belief? Uh, I... I think it's not him. <gasps> that shocked me more than I think anything. it is him, but not now. But he's been doing all those farewells to everyone this week. They've been like, I need to fix things up between you and Leo. And then he's like, I'll have my last sex romp in and, the kitchen. And we're... Then I'll kiss you passionately in the sex pool. And oh, we're going to have sex pool. That was hot. That was hot. It was hot. And we're going to have another baby. Not as hot. Oh, yeah. Don't you love like. The look in Aaron's eyes every time he passes him. Yeah. Woo. Yeah, yeah. They they've I You haven't said a name. I said, said it I said it time. with you guys. Oh, I didn't hear yeah, you. Yeah, just because I wanted to be involved. I'll listen to it in the edit. I'll listen, it'll be in my ears. Yeah. 
and I think I said NACA too, even though I didn't know that. <laughs> anyway, um, but I think it's not going to happen. I think that that was all meant to make us think it's going to happen <gasps> and because I think that that's real and I think that Paul, the, their little making up as much as it's going to happen, that was meant to make Paul feel good if he dies, all that kind of stuff. Well, Sue's had better not have like a freaking pony club accident Jesus. up in Sydney. If, uh, when I saw that commu- ad. At the community centre. Oh, my God. She might not have a Mount Franklin water. She's doing the U3A up there. Yeah, doing she, a personal development she's course. Gonna, she's going to do a course for two months. Oh, I wonder if – is that Napoleon Purtis? I mean, she, she no, no, she's, she's in the U3A. She's doing the old people's. <laughs> Imagine if she and Sadie come back and they're both qualified to she's, do she's, makeup. She's, and she's got, got like, those... Napoleon's, like, goatee. <laughs> no, no, she's got – you know how, like, Caitlin, uh, Kate Jenner uh, – what's, what's her name again? Caitlin Jenner. No, not Caitlin. Kendall. Kylie. Kendall. Kylie. How she does the lines on her wrist for the colour, <laughs> the lip kits. She's got, like, all her, the lip kit colours on her arms. Maybe we'll – See Suze's tats. Can I can I say what yes. I'm hoping okay, for? Go, okay, okay. I, I'm wanting I want them to say to Nicolette, hey, let's go for a second kid. She'll go, all right, well, no time like the present. I'm ovulating right now because I keep track of that right thing. And so quick then they, she gets inseminated and then David dies that same night. And then we live through another NACA stone pregnancy. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I did I did think when they said let's have a kid again and we can talk to Nicolette and I did wonder. Also, like, they were about to kill Nicolette this same week. Yeah. But they're like, nah, let's do it again. She's all right. Yeah, she she's hasn't av- endangered the life of our She's available. For like at least 48 hours. I Because th- I remember when they did originally come up with this. Yeah, I'll never forget it. It's one yeah. of the best gifts of Neighbours history. It is. Remember how we were like, no, you got to talk about this. What's going to happen if Nicolette gets a new partner? Um, what's going to happen if David and Aaron break up? Like you've got to make all these plans mm. for yeah, this yeah. kind no, of no, co-parenting. Hot mess. I, I feel weird that if Nicolette ends up in like just just the two of them. A heteronormative car yeah. parenting couple. Yeah, that's a rip-off. That's weird for, for you know, that oh. whole dynamic. And then some other husband might come in or some other wife. I saw I follow Mashy on um, Instagram. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> what a beautiful family. But th- So they sold their place down on the peninsula and yeah. moved up to somewhere further north. Mm. But then I saw this week, a couple of days ago, they were in Torquay. So that's Victoria. Yeah. So they're back in Victoria. So is he still in the show? At the, is he still shooting now? Mm. So, CJ, if do you think that the goodbye we get next week is some other goodbye? Yes. Not, not a death goodbye. All right, so I think Jane's going to move and go to England. Oh. Uh, at this point, I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm, I don't really care. I'm not fussed with that because I would much rather have, they've got, to, got it to the point now where I would much rather see Jane be happy, Jane and Mike be a happy couple off screen in England yeah. than have one of them be killed off or miserable here. Oh, fuck, what's going to happen to Irene Rising though? Irene Rising. She'll rise again. Mm. Well, I mean, they've got their permits now. Mm. So apparently. Teresa will replace her in four hours. <laughs> Because we're talking like off script. Oh, maybe that's what Haz's sister is. Maybe she's like a um, principal. Ooh. Oh, I really like that idea. Yeah, I just, yeah, I think that Jane's going to go. I want Jane to have a happy ending. I don't want her to have had the happy ending in the previous finale and then Mike to die. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's all. No. Um, also, you know, I think, yeah. So, but I do think David will die, just not yet. Because that's what we've always said from the start, haven't we? That they're never going to split up, no. the, the golden couple. But then this falls into the kill your gaze trope, which look it up on TV tropes. 
It's um, but, but they don't, it's not a trope in Neighbours though. But it's a trope in TV everywhere. Like it's 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 a TV trope of um yeah creators killing off the gay character. Mm-hmm. It's almost but Neighbours has had so many gay characters. Yeah, it's on true. The show that is that true. They it's not killed off. It's not the like only one. But I feel I'm, I feel like they can't break up this golden relationship. No, of course they can't. But also they're sending Chloe off to die. Oh, hey, um. Dr. Knackers in a movie in real life that we're talking about. We should go and see oh, the, the yes. premiere of it. It's a romantic comedy. Yeah, he's got to film that sometime. Yeah. Um, all right. Oh, but that would have been filmed like a year ago when they weren't filming this show, right? True. Yeah. But, all right. Well, that's our that's our theories. They've it's we're all tired, so they didn't make much sense. But I just couldn't. I just didn't want to pretend that I didn't think. I, well, thoughts. now I don't know. CJ, you've made me. Curious again, but now I think I know too much again. I don't like talking about spoilers. I feel like I have too yeah, much I know, information. That's the thing. I don't want to know spoilers no. because – But I get so mad because now – Neighbours is low stakes enough. Now people are put, put, tweeting – like it's it's in my mentions and I see it in comments and I can't oh, – I'm getting endless messages from Brett Bowman about how David <laughs> needs to die and will die. <laughs> um, we'll chat more next week, everybody. Bye. Bye. Unison. What? Unison. What does that mean? Unison, a three and a half star scent for a three star stay. Unison, let's do it together.